It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Block Talk Radio.
Well, you know, man, for me, every week is a good week when the Cowboys win, so it's been a very, very good week. I know you. I know you probably. I know you probably didn't want to talk about that, but yeah, hasn't been the best of weeks for for the Eagles. You know, we're gonna be okay because when we beat the Broncos this week to go two and two, I will be okay after that. And did you bring back something with you from Atlanta that made you think that y'all was gonna beat the Broncos? We're gonna beat the Broncos Sunday. And you believe that it's really cracking them Krispy Kreme donuts, ain't it? <laughs> I'm taking all bets, bro. We're beating. We are beating Denver. Wow. Don't really have no response to that. Um, shout out to all of the Eagles fans that still believe like the Q-Man. <laughs> uh, shout out to Sister Sweet in the chat room. Um, sorry, Memphis doesn't have a football team. The Titans aren't that good. <laughs> and uh, shout out to the homie uh, T. Barry <laughs> Did you actually just say something funny? <laughs> yeah, I did I did, I'm in one of the moves tonight And uh, <laughs> Everything is good uh, What else do I have? Before we get into anything else Actually, everything I have is um, kind of Neil's all related okay. So, um, I know that You're still Even though you've been doing it for a while You've been getting the hang of Twitter <laughs> So right. I'm actually still getting used to Twitter myself now because um, iPhone has recently released their newest update, the iO7 update. And mm-hmm. though it's very nice and it's very colorful and it looks really cool and you can do all your really cool things with it, mm-hmm. it's it's been a pain adjusting, you know, just being an Apple user and now adjusting to a technology that was was heavily used by Android devices. Okay. It's it's kind of difficult to jump around and move around, and I'm having some issues with uh, Twitter. But being on Twitter, I was able to see that um, there was a Twitter view held today at 8 o'clock p.m. Hmm. For anyone else that is um social media challenge, like the Q-Man, a Twitter view is a Twitter <laughs> interview. Oh. So the oh. website, you know, I got a soul, which is following us on Twitter, and you can follow them at y k i g s the initials for you know I got soul. They did a Twitter view with former guest on the old soul show, Brad Marquis, who released his new album, Thank You, yesterday. Mm-hmm. So the way a Twitter view works is, you know, the interviewer asks a question and tags the person that they're asking the question to. That person responds, and you and you go back and forth. You know, it's much easier when you follow both people mm-hmm. because if you don't follow both people, then obviously you only see one half of the conversation. But it was a very very interesting conversation. Brad, um, you know, talked about his um, producer that was pretty much his mentor that helped him. You know, kind of hone his craft and find his voice in music. Uh, another one of the questions that stood out to me um, was um, Brad's worked with a lot of other independent artists on the album, one of which is very familiar to us and our listeners. Tess Hendley is on the Thank You album. Mm. Yes, a very talented young lady from Seattle that we had a chance to interview. All in all, it was just a really, really good album. and now that the album is out, um, Brad said he finished up um, the video for one of his singles. Mm-hmm. 
yesterday. So I'm pretty sure the relationship that Brad has with um, XTL and XTL.com that we'll be seeing a CD review or an interview at some point in the near future. Oh, cool. Yes, it was. It was real, real cool. <laughs> some events that are coming up this week and next week in Neil Soul. Ife. They've been sending a lot of emails and a lot of tweets out. She's going to be performing at Aqua in her home city of Seattle, Washington, tomorrow night on the 26th. Margot B. is going to be at the Brooklyn Academy with music also known as, known as BAM on September 28th. Super friends of the show, Shelly Bouchon, is going to be at the Rockwood Music Hall in New York City on October 13th. And I got an email from uh, our friend, Micah Chevalier. Oh, hey. And Micah is going to be at Billy the Black on October 25th. I will be there. Now, are we gonna call? We're gonna call first and make sure that there's like no extra fees or anything. Like what happened to yeah. you before? Yeah, because XTL they will not cover you for expenses. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that the hard way. So let me tell everybody how um, how foul Q-Man is. So we have a we had a conference call on Sunday with XTL, and Q texted <laughs> me. And it's like, why aren't you on this call? <laughs> and I say to Q, I tell him, because I'm really, really sick. I have a fever of like 110. And I'm thinking about going to the hospital. Because you know black people, we don't like taking medication. We ain't about to go run into the hospital unless we really feel like we're dying. Mm-hmm. Q doesn't even respond, doesn't say like, hey, man, <laughs> hope you feel better. Hey, want me to bring you some chicken noodle soup? You got your medicine? Everything okay? He doesn't even bother to tell the XTL staff why I'm not on the call. Listen, sometimes if you're not going to say something nice, it's best not to say anything. Because, see, when you said that, instead of me giving the response I was going to give, man the hell up, I didn't say anything. At all. I should get not credit. Okay, you should get credit. credit. Not even a get well. I was going to say man, man up. up. And I didn't say it. See, I, I deserve credit, man. I let you just I go ahead know. and be sick. And I didn't say anything. I think that was just very disrespectful. <laughs> and then, I'm, so I decided I'm going to call in to the conference call, the weekly conference call yesterday. And I'm on the call, and I'm talking to everybody, and Ray is like, you know, shout out to Uncle Ray, is like, you sound a little down. You sound under the weather a little. Everything okay? I'm like, Q didn't tell you? He's like, no. So I have to explain to them, you know, how my allergies and the weather change have me all messed up. This is the dude that I got, that I hang out with. This is the cat that I do the radio show with. He don't care telling me to man the hell up. He don't care. I won a basketball championship with a broken ankle. I what played was through it. Who was 18? 
And after after that championship game was over, they had to cut my sneaker off of me. I don't believe that. I have the trophy to prove it. Having the trophy don't got nothing to do with your shoe being cut out of your, you know, your foot being cut out of a sneaker. There's at least three people I can get to verify that story, T. Mitch. Come on. Come on. Nah, I don't believe it. But that don't got nothing to do with Come me. On. Like, that don't got nothing to do with me. Remember, the other, you know, when I had finals and I, took, I, I needed I needed time to study for my finals, you, you decided to tell everybody that I didn't have the brain capacity that you had. Like, it's always That's not what I said. about... Yes, it is. You said you are not like other men. You did the show. Well, I'm really you had not. Because you have the, you see, this is bragging doches, BS. So, this is what I have to deal with. <laughs> okay. My, my, this is what I do. I with. said that my brain doesn't work like an ordinary man. I, I, I stand by that. And I'm still doing it, show. I'm still not at an <laughs> a steamy 98.6 degrees. But I'm doing the show. Anyway. I couldn't tell you the last time I was at normal degrees. Come on, man. Come on. Anyway, we have a very great, well, before we get into that, we were on these conference calls because I've been saying for the last few weeks, Q-Man and myself will be at the Jacob Javits Center on October 19th through October 20th for the Circle of Sisters Expo. We will be there with uh, many an artist. Um, I got word that, as I mentioned last week, um, some of the cast of the Motown musical will be there. They will be performing. Um, we actually got emailed um, by a potential guest who is a soul jazz vocalist and violinist who will also be at Circle of Sisters. So we'll get an opportunity to meet her and hear her perform. Still with a finger. And many other businesses and many other entrepreneurs and networkers will be there. So if you would like to stop by, check out the XDL table, see what else Daniel's old show and XDL have going on. You and I will be there. You can get your tickets. You probably win them on on most of the local radio stations as well. So we were on the call figuring out what cool things we're going to do to better expand the brand and also come up with um, what I what new ideas and new things that we can do that will coincide with um the website relaunch of XCL dot com. So do visit XCL dot com because once again it'll be another relaunch. The website will be enhanced once again. It'll look Ten times better than it does now, which is not to say it doesn't look great now, but relaunches are always to make things bigger and better. Yeah. Like your your website. What's going on with your website? It's a work in progress. It's been a work in progress for a minute. <laughs> like I need to make some phone calls and get you relaunched. Well, you know what it is when when you know I have other people that that handle these things, and you know when you're, I'm a guy that knows a lot of guys. So when you know a lot of guys that are doing a lot of different things for you at discounted prices, you know you're kind of it gets to the point where you're kind of on their time instead of them on your time. You know how this goes. 
Now, once upon a time, when we were looking for an introduction for the Neo Soul Show, and I gave you the same crap line as to why we hadn't gotten an introduction yet, you you made it seem like the people that I was talking to had better things to do, or they were lying. So well, that's when, because when, when you're, you're too, it's a different phase. Because you're young. You know what I mean? Like your people are teeny boppers. All they're not doing anything except watching reality TV and bouncing on mattresses. There's no way that they don't have spare time. They don't do anything else. But your friends that get everything at discounted prices, which to me just sounds like illegal mumbo jumbo references. They don't have they don't have they have a lot of better things to do than to help you. They're a good friend that they give you discounted prices to. I, I'm just saying that. You ain't saying nothing. So tonight's guest reached out to us via email about um having our music played on the Neil Soul show. I listened to the music and um, responded back to her about what day we were available for an interview. Really, really enjoyed the um, the musical selection that we received. So, very nice guest. Very interesting guest. Yes, very very interesting guest. As in the bio, our bio states um when I first read it. It's very, very interesting. She was born in Boston, raised in New York, educated in California, and groomed in Chicago. And the first thing I thought was like, well, what type of accent does she have? <laughs> but yes, soul singer that goes by the name of Such. S-U-C-H. And we are going to be talking to the pastor's daughter a little bit later in the show play some music off of her um, upcoming album one song from her most recent album and then like we normally do have a very introspective and lovely interview with Suge okay you've been a busy guy you know, when I'm not potentially dying from life-threatening fever temperatures, um, <laughs> I, tend to, I tend to get a lot of things done. Man, oh, what? Oh. Had a really good weekend, so I went and played um, miniature golf with the family. So, um, not not the family you know, my actual family. So, um, I was with. My mom's side of the family, and we got together, and we went and played um, miniature golf in um, Somerville, New Jersey, and it was it was a rather joyous occasion. Um, I'm not the best golfer in the world, so trying to find ways to cheat amongst ten other people very very exhilarating. And it was on and it was on it was on Groupon, so like we didn't pay a lot of money. They had a driving range up there. It was a birthday party, so it was a lot of 
not black kids, you know, sword fighting with golf clubs and throwing temper tantrums <laughs> because they were one shot over par. It was it was it was comedy, family quality time, everything that you could ask for and then a very predictable, a very predictable black movie. Groupon is fantastic. Yeah, I normally don't do Groupon. I do Living Social, but I've realized that then it's because I normally don't like being with like more than two other people. So I don't really do the group <laughs> thing well. Like, be honest, you think about it. Anytime we've ever hung out or we met up somewhere, I was never with more than two people. You've never seen me with more than two other people. No, that's true. That is true. I just don't. Yeah, I don't do that for some reason. It just feels like once you have more than two other people, you all of a sudden look suspicious. And I'm, I don't feel like falling into that category. <laughs> Much rather it just be three of us. It kind of makes sense. One person's good, one is bad, the other person is just there. It's like legit cover. Once you have that fourth person, you're all of a sudden mysterious. Are you a gang? Are you a group? I don't do that. Oh, I was intimidated. Yeah, you a big dude. Like that, like that day we hung out, and it was the four of us hanging out. You didn't notice, like I didn't really walk with y'all. <laughs> No, I didn't know. I wasn't, wasn't going to be a part of that, and as huge as you are, you know, that's just really not good. You look like the OG. We look like it's a gang initiation. That's not good at all. <laughs> but um, as I mentioned, great show tonight. I'm glad that you're laughing. I'm really glad that you're laughing. Cause I, I called. Well, did I call you? I texted Q a while ago to let him know that I had, I wasn't having the best day. And I told him I needed his energy tonight because I always notice we have a great show and we have great guests. And those two things come together best when the Q in Q-Man is a capital letter. <laughs> Trying to hold you down sometimes. And it was like last week's show. Anybody that missed the Wednesday Rewind from last week, shout out to Mike Bone, the Chancellor of Soul. We spotlighted the Four Tops last week. And it was a capital Q last week where he just kind of stepped in, he took over, made me start the interview much sooner than we normally would, and we ended up playing all the music that we had available to play, I think minus one song. And he just, he just controlled everything. We went to music when he felt like it. We came back when he felt like it. He asked all the questions. I only asked one. And then I, we get we finished the show. I'm getting tweets. I'm getting emails, messages from people like, wow, Q was really excited. Like, he really looked forward to the Wednesday Rewind. And, you know, the one smart mouth person was like, y'all should just do the Wednesday Rewind every week. It seems to be the only time Q get this excited. <laughs> So I'm very I'm very happy to hear that you you you're laughing, you're joyous, you're in a good time, and I know that you visited um, Suchi's website just like I did. So I'm really looking forward to the questions that you are going to ask tonight's guest. So anything else from Capital Q before we get to the rest of the show? I'm good, man. Good to go. All right. Well, looking at the clock. It is music time here on the Neo Soul Show. We are going to play two songs from tonight's guest. And when we return, Sooch will...
will be on the line with myself and the Cuban Sunil Sosa. We'll be right back.
from a sugar, sap from a sugar, me bro. Like sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar, maple. Q man. Mmm. Yes, I know that's your that's your type of vibe. That shit that shit sound. You like that. That's good stuff, man. I've never partaken in the herbal remedies, but that definitely called for it. Mm-hmm. I was snapping along with her. <laughs> Just a real smooth, dope vibe. And, uh, you know, one of my constituents caught me listening to the song and said, um, is that India Ari? And I said, no, but I'm definitely going to mention that tonight, that you thought it was. So that, that, that seemed like a very, very well-deserved um, comparison. But uh, absolutely amazing. Love both the songs. That was actually my first time listening um, to Mesmerize in full. So I um, definitely like that. I like Sugar Maple. And I have a feeling we're going to like tonight's guest. Sounds like it. So you ready? You settled? Incense lit? Everything that Q needs to do? I have a full thing of orange juice and some barbecue pop chips. So I don't really know if that's a yes or a no. <laughs> to our listeners, whether listening on your cell phone, your desktop, you're in the chat room with us. We want to thank you for rocking with the Neo Soul Show tonight. And tonight's guest, as I mentioned... Born in Boston, raised in New York, educated in California, groomed in Chicago, and I cannot wait to hear what kind of accent that <laughs> all blends together to sound like. She had a fan-sponsored national tour the winter of 2012, the same year she debuted her first album, Stretch Marks. She's a Jeez. top 60 American Idol finalist. Also back in 2012, so an absolutely amazing year in 2012. Was a part of the Grammy Jazz Ensemble for three consecutive years and also played Seely in the musical production of The Color Purple, ladies and gentlemen. Please give a warm Neil Soul Show welcome to Suits. Hey, you sound like you're an agent, man. Are you her agent, bro? Dang. Well, you know, you know. Sometimes I, I freelance for artists. You know. So <laughs> we got you. So we got you on the line. Yes, but I gotta, I gotta um, correct you on one thing, and I know it may be a little confusing, but how you pronounce S U C H is such. Okay. It's I knew such. that. I knew yeah, that. Such. <laughs> you knew that? Now, Q-Man said, now see, he said the opposite. He said, now I know it's not <laughs> such because nobody would go by that name. Oh, no, oh. oh. I'm going to have to break down, you know, why I call myself such for you guys. But thank you Please so go. much for having on the show. I'm so excited to be here. All right. Well, we're excited to have you. Oh, thanks. Okay, so 
Um, yes, I spell it interestingly, so I know that it can be. I I've had you know people be like, "Is it Sucha?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, it's really white. It's really such." And uh, the reason why I like the word "such" is that it can be used in two ways to exemplify something, you know, such as, or to amplify something, such good music or such a wonderful, you know, soul talk show. Haha. Um, and I want to exemplify and amplify all that's good, beautiful, and real and put it in my music. And so that's why I like such. I like that. You see, Q, such can work. I knew that it would. <laughs> I'm not with you, man. You know what? Before he starts with his invasive, intrusive questions, you tell our listening people the significance of the number five for you. That's what that was interesting. Say that again, the significance of the number five? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, five is my favorite number. And the reason why it is is because uh, I was born 5585 at 1155, and that's five five. Wow. What do you think of that, T-Rich? Um, I think it's um, amazing. When I first saw it, I was looking at the calendar, and then I realized that we would have her on the show on September 25th, so we were just adding another five. See? Right. So I, I, I kind of I thought that that was amazing, and it kind of just fell right <laughs> in line, and it was it was great. Right. Amazing. So, you know, I, we're continuing to feed the habit of the such woman. That's what you did. You're feeding. <laughs> yes, I said right. I said right into it. I, you did. I, I want to say. I want to say that it's probably the best written bio I've ever read on any artist's website. I completely oh. agree. I completely agree. Oh wow! It was, Thank you. It was, it was it was so refreshing, and I really like. You and I are both like writers in our spare time, so when you read someone else trying to describe to you who they are, you kind of wish it would go just like that. Like, hey, hi, so glad you came, and this is who I am. Right. Well, let me tell you about this first, and then, then I'm gonna tell you about this. And instead of the the stuff that looks like they copy and pasted it off of a press release, right, 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 right. And so, that's yeah. really amazing. That's yeah. what I yeah. I figured that's what I like to know about an artist. So why not do the same thing, you know? Well, definitely the first thing I noticed and it told me that we were gonna have an interesting show. I immediately forwarded <laughs> it to Q and was like, Check this, this is the next guest that, that we're gonna be interviewing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. I had fun writing it. Yeah, so the the beginning of the intrusiveness that you like to call my interview style. But go ahead. You normally ask for permission for me to start, Q. I don't want you to, to get to yes. that, get to give you a disclaimer. He is going to ask you some annoying upfront questions. Um, they are going to be intrusive. I hope that's okay with you. I've gotten him to stop asking tax information, which is a good thing. <laughs> Oh, he, yeah. He is going to ask you some things. That's fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. 
Well, the first question, just so that no one ever feels like they're really having their personal lives intruded upon, it's never really a question. Uh, so just tell us and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself musically. Musically. Okay. Wait, that's so, like, broad, though. (laughs) (laughs) Narrow it down for me. Do you want me, like, to describe my sound, uh, what my style is, who I've been compared to, that sort of thing, or... Yes, all that. All that. Okay. He wants everything. (laughs) Okay, so I like to describe my sound as just got me to Dell. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I'm, I'm very soulful, uh, but I do like to do a lot of different things. So, you know, the two songs that I sent you are, you are like along the same lines of each other. One is more neo soulish. The other is a little bit more jazzy. Um, but I also like, you know, hip hop, I like rock, I like pop. And and so I like to infuse that into my music too. So um I would say, yeah. So as far as people that I've been compared to, um I've been compared to N D R E. People say that I mm-hmm. sometimes am reminiscent of Jill Scott because I like to tell stories. Um Actually, a lot of people told me that they think Sugar Maple sounds like it could be an Erica Badu song. Mm, uh, I could I could hear that. You could hear that too, right? And then, um, let's see, what else? Uh, who else? Somebody called me a black Barbara Streisand. Wow. I, I thought was pretty great because I love Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I really do. Um, wow. And so... Yeah, I think that, I mean, it's it's so hard sometimes to, like, really describe yourself because I think, uh, I think it's it's hard to sort of, like, pigeonhole myself. But that's essentially, you know, what I sound like. I would say I'm a soul, neo-soul R&B artist with jazz, gospel, um, some pop and some rock influences. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I'm definitely a storyteller. So I like to tell stories. <laughs> Love it. Glad well, you your, your nose is much nicer than Barbara Streisand's. But, <laughs> but I, 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 <laughs> I want to know about your musical influences going, growing up and particularly who were the major ones for you. Okay, well, um, I have two older sisters, um, so I really love 90s music. Um, so my sisters, well, one of my, my middle sister, she was like a teenager in the mid-90s, and so I was really into everything that she was into. We're about eight years apart. And so, um, you know, I think about just all the 90s R&B, so I love Boyz II Men, love Mariah, love Whitney, of course, love Michael. Um, love Tony Braxton, that is. Um, like, sometimes I just, you know, listen to, like, 90s RMP and be like, oh, that's my jam. Like, I just miss it so much. Uh, 
I love Aretha, but that was a little bit later because I'm Haitian American. So growing up, I didn't really have a good um, background because it's not like my parents listened to soul. You know what I mean? Like they immigrated from Haiti. So we listened to Haitian music. So, of course, Haitian okay. music was, was a big influence. Um, but I didn't really get a good like background of like soul music as people, I think, who had parents my age would have. Uh, so I pretty much listened to what my sisters listened to. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting. I love Vanessa Williams too. Let's see who else. Um, mm. Yeah. I really, but yeah, I, I really like them. Like and then, yeah, and then by the time like yeah. I hit like high school and stuff, uh, I really started getting into neo soul then. Um, so of course, I love Maxwell, D'Angelo. Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. But then uh, around that time also, I moved from New York back to Massachusetts. And the town that I moved to was very different than where I lived in New York. So it wasn't as diverse. And so I, that's when I started getting exposed to like classic rock and country music and, and pop and, you know, folk and that sort of stuff. So I also started um, really liking that sort of stuff. So I love Brian Adams and Phil Collins and Sting ah. and um you know that sort of thing. And uh I started listening to some country, so some Faith Hill and Shania Twain and so yeah, I just really I just love music, honestly. Uh I think good music surpasses genres. Um and even if I always say, even if you're, you're able to, to say, ah, this isn't really my cup of tea, you can recognize a good song, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I wow. say all of, those, all of those things have influenced me for sure. Mm-hmm. How, how many languages do you speak? Well, I speak English, and, <laughs> I, and, I, <laughs> and I speak Creole, so three. Nice. Um, yeah. Mm. Multi-talented, T-Mitch. That, that, that's how I started the show, saying she was multi-talented. <laughs> One of my favorite things I say to Q all the time, when you speak to an artist, the artist that we get to interview, when they answer the questions as genuinely as you're answering questions, you end up answering other questions that we plan <laughs> to ask you. Right. So as I... As I cross off the question I was about <laughs> to ask, um, I know from from your bio, from your bio through the conversation that um that you and I had that um you did go to school and that you were mm-hmm. studying to be a physical therapist, registered nurse, and then around mm-hmm. 2012 you quit. Was right. there was there a moment that that happened or occurred or was it something that was building up in 2012 just just happened to be that that that, that platform where it was just okay now I'm gonna take music seriously full time yeah well yes so I'm gonna say that it was definitely building over time um I'm the one thing that I've done consistently my whole life has been a part of is like is done music so um I probably joined choirs uh, my dad's a pastor, so I started singing in church at, like, the age of, like, three or four. Both of my older sisters, you know, they sang. I grew up listening to them sing. And then um, once I hit school age, I was singing in choirs at school and played the flute and um, played the piano, too. And so 
I've always done music. So as I went through college, I directed choirs, um, was a part of Grace in the church. I was very involved in church. I think that the thing that started to make me sort of look at music as this could be a career choice was uh, in 2010, the earthquake hit Haiti. Mm-hmm. And um, that was definitely monumental for me because uh, my in-laws are both doctors there, and I didn't know if they, we didn't know if they were alive. And so after the earthquake hit, I went down there, was working in the trenches. I arrived there ten days after the earthquake, and just saw. So it, it was a very, it was a life-changing moment. I think that when tragedy strikes, you start to reprioritize your life. You know, you start realizing, oh, this is important. This does not matter at all. And so just seeing the death, the devastation, the loss of life made me realize that life is short and that I really needed to do what I always knew was my calling. Mm-hmm. And so um, coming back from Haiti, I just started to, to take music a little bit more seriously. At that time, I was a nurse. So um, I didn't immediately quit my nursing job. I just started performing a little bit more here and there. I started a nonprofit, and I would perform at a lot of nonprofit events. Um, and then, in, so that was 2010. 2011, I got pregnant, had my son, and that actually was the catalyst. Where mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of times when you know people become parents, they feel like their dreams are just thrown out the window. You know, like you're like, okay, well, there are all my hopes and dreams. I've got to focus on this kid. I have this huge responsibility. Yeah. And while I definitely felt the weight of responsibility, I also felt that I wanted Sai to know that he could be anyone and do anything he wanted to do and be successful at it. And I figured the best way for me to pass that message along to him would be for him to see his mother living her dream. Not just be like, yeah, so I'm going to my normal 9-to-5 job that I hate, but yes, son, you can be anything you want to be. You know what I mean? Like, I just was like... I need him to see it, not just mm-hmm. hear it. And so that was the real catalyst for me. And I auditioned for American Idol. I made it to top 60. And after that experience, I was like, okay, it's time for me to just go ahead, quit my job, work on my album, release that. And so mm-hmm. once I did that, it, it's been quite the roller coaster. It's been lots of fun, I must say. <laughs> And it doesn't come without its challenges or its struggles or obstacles and whatnot. But there's something about knowing that you're fulfilling your purpose and that you're doing exactly what you're meant to do. There's something really beautiful about that that is way more fulfilling than um, doing what other people have expected you to do, you know, or what society expects as the norm. Um, And so it's been really, really, it's been really, really great. And uh, there's been lots of character growth. <laughs> so I've enjoyed it. I'm enjoying it every step. Nice. Very, very nice. You sound like you have your hands in a lot of different things right now. <laughs> like you're extremely busy. Yeah. <laughs> I am. But it, I mean, it's fun. It's so you want to know all the stuff that I'm doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so 
um, yeah, so 2012 was monumental because I released my first album. Um, end of 2012 into March of 2013, I had my first, like, national tour, which was so cool and so much fun. And, yeah, will always just hold a special place in my heart. And then, as soon as that was done, I um, started rehearsals for a regional production of The Color Purple. And uh, that was my that that whole experience was my first time acting ever, first time ever being a part of a musical, and it was such an incredible experience. Um, playing Celie, I really think was life changing because she's she's such a powerful character, and mm-hmm. it, it's one thing to connect to a song as yourself, you know, which I'm used to doing. It's another thing to connect to a song as a character which was way too cool. It was a cool experience because I figured out that I could act and that I liked being a character, which was so much fun. So that was great. And then shortly after that, I released Sugar Maple. And um, that has been, I mean, Sugar Maple's been doing really well. So I'm excited. It spent three weeks um, being number one on the UK soul chart. And that was awesome. And then now also it's been added into most recently, it's been added into the rotation um, on Sirius XM Heart and Soul Station. So, wow. I'm really excited about that, too. That's and, great. yeah, it's too cool. Like, I got the subscription just so that I could hear it. <laughs> I mean, it was so weird. Like, I played it, I was driving in my car and, you know, flipping through stations. And then the song came on, and I was like, huh? Like, I was sort of confused for half a second. And then I was like, oh my gosh, that's Sugar Maple. Too cool. Um, and then <laughs> most recently, uh, I just signed a deal to have Stretch Marks, my debut album, released in Japan. So uh, hmm. it's going to hit stores over there, Tower Records, um, October 30th. So I'm super excited about that. And awesome. let's see what else. Oh, yeah. So right now I'm working, so right now I'm working on my next project. Um, and also going to be understudying a few plays uh, in Denver. So I'm pretty excited about that in the fall. And uh, once the new year hits, you know, I'm going to be hitting the ground running. So I'm pretty excited about that. So Do you ever I rest? Do I ever what? Rest. Do I ever rest? Do you ever rest? It doesn't sound like it. Yeah, I mean, sure. It all depends. <laughs> you know, like, thing, what's so weird? Okay, so um, it it's interesting because your body adjusts to different things. So after I had my kid, like, I remember not ever sleeping and being completely delirious. And so when <laughs> I started getting two to three hours of sleep, it felt like so much time. You know what I mean? Whereas in before, I'm like, two, three hours of sleep, that's not enough. But two, three hours of sleep, like having a newborn is like heaven. So, yeah, I'm going to say I rest. Is it as much as, you know, sleep that I got before? No. But it's it's plenty. Trust me. It's plenty. I get rejuvenated and I'm excited. And so, yeah. Okay. Such is very fatty gay, T-Mitch. Yeah, I see. One thing, uh, the other thing that I see is that the majority of the questions that I had ready to ask have already been answered, which is amazing. 
how how genuine you've been answering these questions. You have really just got to the heart of everything that I wanted to know about you. There's one question left, though. One question that I definitely want to ask. So, since it does not sound like you have any free time, nor do you rest, I have noticed your performance (laughs) schedule for the next three months is very, very much booked. And you're going to be performing on the 27th at Cervantes Endeavor. Yes. yes. So looking at all of these performances, and Q-Man, the most of them are in the Midwest. There's one in Atlanta in October. So mm-hmm. you and I will not yep. be at those performances. So, Such, can you do us a favor and tell us what a Such performance is like? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so it's so much fun. <laughs> Honestly, uh, the performing part of what I do, it's like it's like my dessert. You know what I mean? It's like after a long, hard day, I get to reward myself with performing. That's how performing feels to me. It's so much fun. I feel like when you go see someone live, you should leave that experience, feeling like you've got to know the artist better. And I think that's what my performances are like. Like, you like you get to know me. You get to see my heart. You get to hear my song. You get to interact with me. I love to interact, by the way, with the audience. I'm definitely not one of those artists that just sits up there and just performs and that's it. It's definitely, a, a, there's definitely a synergy there and an energy there. Um, it's It's fun. It's a party. We go on a journey, and I hope, you know, that I'm able to touch at least one person's life and and give them just a little bit of hope, you know, that things are going to get better, things are great, you know, that life is good. And I hope people leave, I feel, because I feel like I leave, you know, my show is just super pumped up and excited and optimistic, and that's the energy and the vibe that I want to pass on to the people that come that we just have a good time and, and that we enjoy music because I think music does so many things. It heals, it excites, it invigorates, it inspires, and that's why I, I think my shows do. For me, too, it's definitely not one way. It's, it's definitely a two-way street. So You guys are going to have to come to a fetch those sometime, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the website. Look at right now, the closest you'll be the New York City area is October next year when you'll be in Ohio. <laughs> so we're gonna okay, have to fine. do something. But yeah, for sure. And you know I you know, know I was I was in New York like in August, by the way. I was at drum. So And that's my <laughs> spot. I, fr- I frequent drum. Yeah. Yeah, really. Like what? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> no, honestly, love that spot. Yeah, I was a drum. Where were you? Huh? Okay, see? Because I do go to New York. And in January, I was at Billy's Black and Sugar Bar. So, I love New York. Okay? Well, let me, let me, let me, let me stop before Q-Man gets upset. He wants to, he wants to close the show out. Okay. What are you talking about? Before we We have such a great time talking, you know? (laughs) Yes, we are. I want you to tell everyone where they can find your wonderful music. Okay. So, 
I okay. There's there's several places, several things I want to tell you. Okay, so you can find me for sure on iTunes. You can just search for me, such stretch marks or such sugar maple. You'll find it. But I'd also love you guys for you to join my journey. That would be fantastic. My website is IamSuch.com. My Twitter is IamSuch. And my Facebook is Facebook.com forward slash this is such. So I can keep, you know, you up to date as to what's going on with me and and whatnot. And uh, stay tuned because the Sugar Maple video is going to be dropping soon, which I'm excited about. So We look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah T. Mitch, you have done a fantastic interview tonight. I, 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 I did. I mean, you know, uh, it, was, it went so well, such so answered the questions without me asking them. You did. <laughs> you know, you... you That's amazing, too. It's a, you, it's you amazing good, man. thing. You were good. You didn't do that, that Don Cornelius voice that you do where you're like a corpse. You ran the interview today, and I'm proud. You <laughs> know what? When the guest Go ahead, has... T. Mitch. When the guest has that much energy, you just kind of mm-hmm. gotta match them. You gotta match them and, and and go tone for tone. And I'm I'm still excited. I kind of feel like we were at the performance. We gonna get off this interview. I kind of want to just start the show all over again and interview such again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Well, T. Mitch, since you have done a fantastic job today, I'm gonna continue to eat my pop chips while you close the show. <laughs> so. So as the Q man would normally say, and such we normally don't do this. We normally kick the, the artist off the the line so we can finish the show, but we won't let you ride out with us. Okay, cool. So as Q man would normally say, thank you and shout out to everyone who is listening, whether you're listening on your phone, your computer, in the chat room. Check out XPL dot com, which powers the Neo Soul Show. Again, Q and myself will be at the Jacob Javis Center in New York City on October nineteenth and twentieth. The Circle of Sisters Expo. Do check out QManBooks.com as my co-host is a self-published author and pre-order The Dirty Circle. Once again, such we want to thank you for spending a little time with us and surviving an interview with the Q-Man and t <laughs> Thank you for having me. Definitely a pleasure. We will. Keep 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 us abreast as to everything that you have going on, and Q Man is still figuring out Twitter, and he will follow you. I got that right, Q. That's what you normally say, right? Absolutely, you're killing it right okay. now, bro. So next week on the Neo Soul Show, we will have Lady B Smooth, the protege of Original Soul, who's a former guest on the Neo Soul Show. She will be our guest next week, and uh, on behalf of everybody listening, we will. Come back next week where we will try and do better. So, on behalf of my uncle, on behalf of my uncle, the Q-Man, I go by the name of Mitch. Such, once again, thank you for the time you spent with us and closing out the show with us. You got any last shout-outs before we got here? Yes. I want to give a shout-out to everybody, all my fans, all my family, all my friends, my band, and, uh, yeah, thank you guys. So, for everybody listening... For the Q-Man, myself, the XDL family, see you all next week. Good night, everybody. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.